I might as well do. I should do a movie because I've got two films and they're very prominent movies. So I should probably get at least one of them out of the way, given the amount I waffle. Uh, and it's continuing in the vein. I can't believe the amount of reviews I'm seeing for Moonlight giving it five stars. It's just not anywhere near that good. Such an Emperor New Clothes film. It's just, you know when it's Emperor's New Clothes is when people tell you you just don't get it. I get it. It's a growing up tale where he's had a bad home life and he's picked on at school. I've seen it before. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Mel Gibson's had one of the most entertaining, not for him, journeys through Hollywood of anyone. American born uh, Mel Gibson. Um, he's been kind of blackballed by the uh, the Academy and uh, the Hollywood's uh, the famously uh, friendly towards their Jewish population Hollywood scene since a few outbursts that weren't that friendly and also some that weren't that friendly to his now ex-wife either. Um, I actually thought those um, those tape conversations where he was being extremely abusive to his ex-wife, now I know a lot. I know a bit about audio, and I do think that they were. Uh, I I totally believe that he said everything that he said, but it sounded to me like her side of the conversation was recorded separately, like she dubbed out her own parts and then put them back in because they didn't sound like they were part of the same conversation. And one was very sort of glacial and composed and everything. But anyway, he has certainly done enough to warrant being blackballed given the variety of uh, stuff that he's said over the years and his behaviour and him obviously going completely off the rails on alcoholism. And over recent years, he's gradually making a comeback of sorts. It started with acting and Get the Gringo, I reviewed, I think I gave it 8 out of 10, is great. You really should track that down. Uh, stars Gibson in a, in a sort of like seedy gangster prison drama thing and it's really good. It was, it was very, very good. Last year... Blood Father, another in that same sort of southern potboiler mode, was another really undervalued film. Uh, I thought he was, and he was great in that as well. And he does show up as a good actor. Expendables 3 is one of the worst films I've ever seen. And that whole roster of A-list Hollywooders, or once were A-list Hollywooders, were terrible in that film. But Mel Gibson was actually really good. The one side of the thing that he hasn't done is actually becoming, uh, done anything really prominent or directed anything uh, apocalypto was that the last film he directed for me uh he has given this film improved as a director with each film i thought braveheart was absolute tosh very rousing and stirring but it was kind of like the same half hour repeated for three hours it was it wasn't a great film for me apocalypto was more interesting um, that was uh it wasn't again wasn't great but it was it was kind of interesting and it nearly got there and now he's back with Hacksaw Ridge, uh, a reasonably big budget film uh, based on one of the most amazing stories of the Second World War, Desmond Doss, a devout Seventh-day Adventist who wanted to fight, well, he wanted to participate and do his bit in the war at a time when people were actually killing themselves if they failed medicals because it was such a stain on your character if you didn't go and fight. And he goes to fight and um, he became the first and for, I think, for a very long time, I don't even know if anyone else has done it, the highest award you can get in the military is a Congressional Medal of Honor and the first person to get one without having a weapon. So he, he basically went through the Second World War without having a weapon at his disposal. He refused to take a life, he refused to hold a weapon and worked as a medic. 
and uh, famously in the Battle of Okinawa, which if if you want to read up on wartime appalling behaviour, the Battle of Okinawa is definitely up there. Basically, Okinawa were a, a completely separate group of people to the Japanese. And in the 1800s, I think, uh, around that time, the Japanese invaded Okinawa and subjugated the Okinawis and made them, is that a term, Okinawis? And subjugated them to their rule, which was very barbaric. And they sort of forbade them speaking their own language a lot and wouldn't, you know, gave them no control at all. But as the Second World War reached the end, the sort of 1945 time, the Americans intended to make Okinawa their base of attack for mainland Japan. And mainland Japan was very, very, very run down at this point and completely unprepared to fight off uh, the South Pacific version of the D-Day landings. Um, were they called South Pacific? Kind of. So they basically, not only did they force the Okinawans, who weren't even Japanese, to fight against Americans and did things like enforced mass suicides on the Okinawans people, which is still a bone of contention, as Japan occasionally tries to deny that they did such a thing, and raped and murdered and starved these people on Okinawa. They used Okinawa as a buffer so that when the Americans landed, they made it as hard and as long as possible for the American forces to take Okinawa to give Japan as much breathing space as possible. So they actually threw the Okinawis to the walls in the most appalling way possible. And they made Okinawis uh, fight that were between, I think, the ages of uh, 14 or above on the front line, including girls uh, who were more often in, in medical capacity. Um, but they, they basically forced the Okinawis to fight for them, even their children, uh, and the behaviour was just shocking. They used to kill Okinawis for speaking their language because they said that they could be potential spies. It's just one of the worst, bloodiest, most intractable battles that's ever happened. But anyway, Desmond Doss is famous for being uh, the medic who went up Hacksaw Ridge, a uh, real place. So a lot of the stuff that happens in the film is based on exact locations that look exactly the same as the ones that they use. I'm guessing they may have used the original ones. I'm not 100% sure. And it was one of those battles where, like going back to the Somme, where one side blows the other one up, the other side comes back, blows them up, and it just goes backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, with people making, you know, a metre gain, and then getting, not like Gallipoli, I guess, like Gallipoli was. Um, and he refused to scurry back down the ridge until he'd taken around 70 injured people down with him, for which he got, you know, became very, very famous. And, they, and that's the story of Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, basically, uh, which isn't much of a story. It's, if you read into it, he's actually much more heroic uh, if you read what actually happened than it's even portrayed in the film. Uh, um, the film comes in two halves. The opening half, uh, where Desmond Doss, played by Andrew Garfield, it shows his early life, touches on why he's so devoutly religious, shows him getting together with his future wife, who died um, in 91, I think, so they were together a very long time, Andrew Garfield and it's uh, Teresa Palmer. Real, she's like an absolute beauty from the forties. She looks almost like an Ingrid Bergman throwback. Um, she gets together with him, and they decide to plan a life together. And he succumbs to the desire to go to do his honour. And his dad, played by Hugo Weaving, an absolutely pitch perfect performance by Hugo Weaving. He was great in this and great in Hunt for the Wilder People last year. Not really any recognition. Um, 
he's an alcoholic and he's an abusive and he was destroyed by the first world war and he desperately doesn't want his son to go and fight then andrew garfield's character goes and enlists and all of his uh, fellow soldiers are very unhappy that they're going to go into battle with this pacifist that won't raise a gun won't even hold a gun um now it's 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 actually quite a simplistic story because it's got that first half and then the second half is pretty much the battle um, so on paper there's not a great deal to the story but I actually think this is Gibson's best film as a director he does everything right with the small parts that he's got um, probably most people would say the opening half is the weaker half because it hasn't got all the battle stuff in but I still thought it was very good I thought Andrew Garfield is excellent in this film even though he plays a very very noble sort of worthy character or he's wide-eyed all the time and that normally winds the living hell out of me watching people like that but like the film, because he's so committed, I actually respected it more. And because, you know, Mel Gibson is very religious, because the film is committed to that religious angle, I actually respected it a lot more. If they tried to water it down, I don't think I would have. Um, the that battle which kicks off halfway through, the bit, that bit of the film is probably the best. It's got a 20-minute battle sequence or so, uh, and it basically runs throughout the second half of the film in one degree or another until it finishes. It is absolutely magnificent. Definitely up there with the opening Omaha Beach landing and Save It Private Ryan. In fact, Saving Private Ryan, which I think is the, one of the most overrated war films of all time, has a great opening 20 minutes and the rest of the film I wouldn't give you the time of day for. I think this is a better film than Saving Private Ryan by a margin. And the battle sequence at the start is easily the equal. It's astonishing. It's it's incredibly visceral. It's like gut punch visceral. It's, a, it's sort of like sh in shock watching it. Um, and that's worth the price of admission alone. But there are other elements of this film which I really, really liked. Even though the characters are stock and simplistic, Gibson does a good job with humanising them, developing them. Sam Worthington's been pretty bad in a lot of films, but his character, Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn can act. Vince Vaughn's like the um, sergeant major who sort of like bullies him at the start. A lot of the characters bully Andrew Garfield's character at the start and then gradually become respectful towards him and why he does what he does. And then his bravery and... A lot, most of the characters in this are pretty three-dimensional and well-written. I, I thought, well, you might have sort of like a cartoonish setup, but you've actually made them rich characters virtually. Um, and everyone is good. Hugo Weaving is great as a dad. Uh, Rachel Griffiths is pretty much a non-entity as a mum. Vince Vaughn I've not seen act at all in virtually any film he's been in. He just does that same sort of bumbly comedic film every time. Teresa Palmer, I thought, was lovely in this film. I thought she gave a nice weighted performance to another stock role. There's not really a lot you can do with that. And uh, Sam Worthington was good too. Um, Andrew Garfield was uh, very strong in the role. He's nominated for an Oscar. In, uh, he he could have he been so annoyingly right on about himself and holier than now, but he doesn't come across that way. And I, I like the fact that Gibson didn't shy away from sort of the messianic sort of angle with a lot of the imagery is basically saving private Ryan cross with passion of the Christ in some ways. Um, and the battle scenes are brilliant. Um, they wouldn't have had a big budget compared to, you know, the modern day equivalent of saving private Ryan, but they've done a great job of it. So I was really impressed by Mel Gibson's direction here. He's marshaled the troops. Well, 
He's got good performances from people that haven't always been great, but are, are pretty great here. He's got well-rounded people. He's got a, a thrilling uh, use of kinetic battle scenes in this, as good as we've ever seen, really. So it's just it's it's kind of a little bit limited story-wise because there's just not much to it. It's basically that heroic act he did where he rescued all of these guys and dragged them down a hill by himself and ended up being one of the most lauded ever US soldiers without ever firing a shot and was pretty badly injured both at the end of the war and in, in events that happened afterwards which dogged him his whole life. I think he finally passed away in his 90s around the start of the 2000s but amazing story really strong film i'd give it i'd say it's a really solid eight for hacksaw ridge and i say a solid eight i'd give it a higher score but i just don't think there's probably enough he he does a brilliant work work with with a limited sort of canvas so hacksaw ridge i'm going to give eight out of ten great film if it wasn't mel gibson you could easily see that walking off with best picture because that's the kind of film that they'd like to reward but him uh this is a 